Welcome to the Life in 20 podcast, where you will learn something from everyone you meet in 20 action-packed minutes. Now, let's get lit with your hosts, Paul, Carson, and McCoy LeBlanc. All right, James Delaney, welcome to the Life in 20 podcast. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) All right, so typically I start off and I ask these guys, you know, I tell them your title. I said, you guys know what that is? And that's just a good segue for you to be able to kind of t- walk us through your journey, how you got there. This one might be a little easier because I think everybody knows what a plumber is. But uh, yeah. journeyman plumber, I noticed yep. you, said, you said that in, in office manager. Anyway, walk us through kind of your journey, James, to where you're at today, how you got into this, why you got into well, it, that kind of thing. Okay. I mean, I got into it because I had a buddy that he worked for his father-in-law and he was a plumber. I was working at an auto parts store at the time and he was working there and telling me, you're not going anywhere in the auto parts store. You can only go so far. You're, you know, you're limited. You can be store manager and that's about it. Mm -hmm. Where plumbing, you can do whatever you want. You can become a journeyman, apprentice. You start out as an apprentice. So when you first start plumbing, you're basically low man on the totem pole you are doing the worst jobs you can think of depending on what company you work for yeah i mean it is that how long like i i can tell you okay so i went to this person's house one day when i first started and they had their whole sewer pipes were clogged and it was clogged with like curry rice and so i didn't know about the clog that I didn't know the pipe was clogged. So my boss was like, hey, just cut the pipe and then we'll see what it is. So I cut the pipe and this is like a Friday afternoon at like three in the morning or three in the afternoon, way down in Issaquah. I cut the pipe and the whole thing floods the crawl. And the whole house is smells like curry. I don't know if you know the curry smell, but like it, it's really potent. And so imagine this like closed off crawl space just stinks really bad, really bad. And I had to clean this thing for like three hours. And to this day, I still can't smell curry. Like, and if you want to go out and eat curry, there's no way. I'm not going near it. Like, it's horrible. Absolutely horrible. But it's, I mean, like I said, it's a fun job. It's awesome because you get to go to a different house every day. You're not doing the same thing every day. You go to different places every day. I mean, I've gone from here to... I've been, I've done a house in Chelan, Wenatchee area. I've done a house in Blaine. We just did one up there recently. So we're like 10 minutes from the Canadian border. You know, like how, how long did you fun. have to stay in the apprentice at the apprentice level? What's the average that, that somebody has to stay at that level before they can work? So up? it's, you have to get 6,000 hours. So average, you're allowed to record 2,080 hours a year. Cause that's what a 40 hour week is for 52 weeks or whatever. Yeah. So you're allowed to record that. So you have to do at least three years of apprenticeship before you become a journeyman. And once you become a journeyman, then you're licensed to work by yourself. You can have two more people underneath you. Now, I guess it's three people can work below you. But up until this year, it was only two. So I would, I'd be able to carry two people with me. Now I can have three people. And then we're good. And, you, you know, you always need a plumber. I mean, at least, yeah. I mean, yeah. not on the residential side, but the commercial side for sure. Oh, you know, yeah. Commercial plumbing is great. Yeah. You guys, you guys do both? You, you do both commercial? No, we just do new construction. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. We just do all new construction. So we're doing all new housing developments in the neighborhood. We do quartzone homes, our homes, that kind of stuff. So, so did you have college experience? Nope. Nope. So what, was the, what was the decision that went into that? I actually didn't really like school. 
<laughs> like, yeah. I didn't want to do anything extra. That's fair. Like, you know, I mean, to be honest, it yeah. wasn't, wasn't my calling. No. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that people shouldn't go to school or they shouldn't go to college. I think that I have a lot of friends that did go to college that didn't use their college degree. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I have a couple of buddies Both who, way. well, one of them went to school for marine biology and doesn't live anywhere near the ocean. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Now, like, what are you going to do with it? You know, you spent all this money. He went to Gonzaga, went to Gonzaga for a while. And I'm like, how oh. are they in marine biology school? They're not even near the ocean. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, you still went to school for it. You should use it, I believe, you know, but yeah. if you don't, I mean, great. And now they're off, now they have a bunch of trade colleges around here. So there's a bunch of trade schools. I was going to ask you, so trade. yeah, to like, to like, what kind of courses or certifications do you have that would help you get hired onto a, you know, a, a plumbing company? Well, we have to do classes every year. So you have to do eight hours of classes or 16 hours of classes. So you have to do an apprenticeship. So you have to know the code. So you have to read mm. the code, do a code book classes. And it's usually online, pretty easy classes, but. You have to do them every year and that way you keep up to date. Right. And then you have to give you, then you have to take a journeyman test, which is a pain. So that's never fun. But other than that, I mean, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Kids, questions for James. By the way. Um, so what kind of benefits do you get being? Well, so the company I work for, we, you know, it's paid benefits. They pay for our health insurance, our medical, our dental, and then we get so many hours a year for a vacation, depending on your length of time. Uh, pretty much the standard stuff you get with other places. You know, we have 401k match and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And then, so my work, we have a lot of vans and we have a little location. So a lot of the guys get to drive their vans home. So uh -huh. that, that way they can go from their house straight to a job. Don't even have to come to a shop. Okay. And that kind of a benefit. I mean, think about it. You save how much money in gas a week. I'm driving, mm -hmm. you know, your company yeah. vehicle to work every day instead of your own. And yep. then when you said you, you went to Chelan, so is yep. that, like, do you come back in the same day? No, no, no. We, we were over there for three days. We paid, got paid to stay oh, over there. Okay. So we stayed in a hotel, that kind of stuff. I mean, the traveling, we don't do a whole lot of traveling jobs. That was a, kind of a special one. Oh, stayed there for three fun. days. It was fun. Wow. I had a good time every night, you know, went to dinner, stuff like that. Yeah. It's cool. Cool. Yeah. What is, like, there's... Jeez. Okay. What is the starting salary from like an apprentice to a journeyman? Like the difference between that? So, so right now we have apprentices that are starting between, I would say between 20 to 25 for apprentice. Our journeyman that we just put an ad out for is $60 an hour. Oh, so oh. yeah. So we're, so we want, you know, and, and that's a competitive wage because commercial journeymen are making $65, $70 an hour right now. Yeah, so they're going. So those people working on those high rises in Seattle, they're doing the plumbing. They're sixty-five, seventy bucks an hour. So, so we're geez. we're trying to be competitive to keep them in town. You know, we don't want to make yeah. all the journeymen with those guys. But yeah, so Shoot. we're we're hiring right now at sixty bucks an hour for journeymen. So so quite the step then from apprentice, huge step. I mean, almost yeah, two to three step. times. Yeah, huge step, and that mm -hmm. that's the whole point of getting a journeyman license. You know, you need that person. You can get trouble if you don't have a journeyman guy on site. So you need to have somebody around. So somebody didn't want to pursue higher education, went right into getting their apprenticeship. And maybe by the age 22, I could, I could be a journeyman making $60 an hour, at least 60 bucks an hour. Yeah. And then how yep. does that work from there? So like in that industry, 
you know, like corporate America, you get your standard 3% merit each year. Is there a cost of living increase? Is there raises or is it pretty stays pretty stated? We, we do raises, but we also, uh, we also incorporate peace park. So we incorporate, uh, you get paid per house. So you can do, so say like a, a regular two, two and a half bath house would equal like 15, 1600 bucks. And if mm. you can get that done in a day, that's what you're making between you and another guy usually. Wow. So you can split it. So some of these, some of our piecework guys make anywhere from 80 to $90 an hour on some jobs. So then you got, so that, and that's the apprentice guys too, because a lot of the lower guys that aren't journeymen, that's what they make, you know? So, but wow. you always will make at least your 60. But then on top of it, there is raises occasionally and bonuses and all that kind of stuff that come from, come from it. Yeah. So it's, it's good. It pays good. I mean, it, and it's not even like, it's like one of those guys, one of the guys that I work with, with, he's like 21, I think it was. He went to college for a year and ended up getting like $12,000 in debt. And then he's been working with us for a year and a half. And that $12,000 in debt's already gone. Plus he's into the, you know, buying a townhouse right now. So it's not like, you know, you don't make the money. Yeah. So No, it's there know. if you want to do the work. And sounds yeah. like incentives yeah. to and, and motivation to do fast work too. You know what that house yeah, do? Yeah, the faster you get done, the more money you make. Yeah. So how many Especially jobs do you work. do in a day? Or like well, how many houses? Well, it depends. Like we usually the journeymen are assigned one house and then they'll get two to three houses a week done. Oh, so, I, I see. Yeah, so they'll end up doing two to three, but we're we're averaging we have we have nine, eight crews right now. So and they're all steadily busy. They're not waiting around, sitting around waiting for work. So yeah. there's a lot of housing being built in Marysville right now. <laughs> so what, what's your, what's your end game? I mean, are you going to work your way into, you know, I noticed management, right? You're already doing kind of some of this, this office management, but are you working your way into ownership, partnership? What, what, how yeah. Going so on? my boss is ready. My boss is ready to retire. He wants to go away. So we're, we're trying to work away to where I take over with his daughter. And then I have another guy in my shop that wants to step in and help out. So we're basically just trying to take over the shop or the company and then just run it from there and then see what happens. Beautiful. Yeah. Did you ever Obviously, think that, we don't that have the you money were... to pay for it outright, so they're yeah, going to yeah, yeah. figure that out. So, but did, yeah, you think, did you ever see yourself doing that? Did you, did you think you'd one day be owner, operator? Uh, no, I don't know. No, not really. Yeah. I worked for him in 2006, but I got injured. I had to have surgery on my knees because they were so bad in 2013. So I stepped away for four years. And then when I came back, I took on a different role because I couldn't kneel as well. Yeah. So that's why I'm putting them in the office working, helping them out. And then he stepped, he's just been grooming me basically to help him retire. The knee so issue. working great. Related to, to the work, you think, over time? I love it. <laughs> but I mean, but the knee issue? Did it, was it a result uh, yeah, of the Yeah, well, work? that's what they said. That's what they think. It, my patella uh, got worn out sideways kind of thing. So... I tell people all the time, if you're doing plumbing, wear knee pads. Yeah. If you're doing anything on knees, wear knee pads. I didn't, never wore them. And yeah. I was in short, so it's never, you know. Yeah. Never. Fun. All right. Kids. Uh, uh, what yeah. would you say to your 17-year-old self, if you could? Uh, go to a trade job. <laughs> really? if you're not gonna go to college, yeah, if you're not going to go to college, go to a trade job. I went to auto parts. I worked. My dad worked in auto parts stores. My sister works in auto parts stores. I went to an auto parts store and nowhere near as much as you can make doing trade job. Like, especially yeah. like, like your dad said earlier, if you're go straight out of 18, by the time you're 21, 22, you can be in 
become a journeyman, you'd be, you're going to be great. You're going to make money. You're going to, you know, do the things you want to do. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, money, you know, everything costs money to do. So yep. you got to have fun somehow. Right. Mm-hmm. This kind of goes with Carson. So what would you say is your biggest regret? Like, do you think that you'd be like not going to college or the fact that you started working at like an auto post store? I don't know if it'd be like a regret not going to college kind of thing. Like, I don't know, like what I would have done in college per se, because I didn't really think about it. I think it would be more or less not doing the trade stuff earlier. Like, like yeah. I didn't get into it until I was 28 almost, you know, so it's like you kind of miss out on so much, especially after seeing what the, some of these younger guys are accomplishing. You're like, man, this guy's we have a kid that works for us who's 25 and he's a homeowner, bought a house in Marysville, you know, like nice house, cold sack. Big yard shop, all that kind of stuff. You just don't think about that when you're 17, 18, how much you're going to yeah. miss. Or what that's, you can do and you can't do. That's tough to do. James, when you first bought a house, your first home, mm-hmm. is the home you're in the first home? No, 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 no. We, we, we actually bought a condo. So what do you think your total gross household income was? Try to put it in perspective for these kids and what they've got oh. coming. What was your yeah. total gross household income compared to the house that you bought cost of it? Oh, back then it would be like 50 or 60,000. <laughs> like if that, I mean, yeah. it was nothing. And I how mean, much hourly I, wages back then were only what, 12 bucks an hour. Yep. Like, how much, you know, how I, much was, was like the house first, you bought? Uh, 175,000. It was a condo. It was 175,000. But yeah, in, I mean, if you think about it, when I turned 16, my first job, I was making $4.95 an hour. Like, and I was like super excited working at Fantasia. Of course you worked at Fantasia. Of course James worked at Fantasia. Yeah, oh of course gosh. he did. I love Fantasia. That was like the best that ever. That is perfect. That is exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it was wow. like $4.95 an hour. And I was super excited for that, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, but and- then I mean. After graduating and all that stuff, and you're making like twelve dollars an hour, it's not a lot. It doesn't seem like a lot. I mean, not with now with minimum wage of almost sixteen bucks an hour. Yeah, well, it's the same thing with with me. So I bought. I was making. I remember this. I needed my parents to co-sign. I made. I was making thirteen dollars an hour when I bought my first house for one hundred seventy-five thousand, but I needed their income to support that mortgage, and then I had people move in, and pay rent. But that was the first time. So the the that number is bigger, right? The cost of the house is a lot more. Your salaries are going to be a lot more, but that gap's gotten even wider, right? In terms of being able to put money aside to save for a down payment to get in, into a into a home. James, one of the things we try to do on the pod is to kind of have some framework around these five categories of life. We call them the five domains of life. It's your your health, it's it's your home, it's the work life, it's the relationships, yep. it's the finances. When you take a look at the big picture and step back and look at how you evaluate where you're at today, what kind of life score do you give yourself? As far as like... Uh, On a scale of one to a hundred, you know? Yeah, I like, mean... I don't know. I would probably say like 60. Compared to like... Probably, probably say like 60. Like I know my health... Isn't it the greatest? I'm a type two diabetic kind of thing. I gotta watch my sugar, take my blood, that kind of stuff. Uh, I don't make the greatest choices at the time. Don't get me wrong, I still have fun. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, That's it fair. happens. That's you gotta fair. have so, fun. <laughs> you do. 
You do. And we talk about this too, about the areas of, of life where we can all improve on, right? There's always, you know, nobody's coming on here, you know, saying they've got a perfect score. We've all got areas to improve on. What do you think is your biggest opportunity to improve that score? Would it be the health? Probably health. Probably health. health. Like lose the weight, lose the weight, you know, maybe cut down on the other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) The balance, like you said though, James, it's a balance. You got to live and you got to enjoy it. I haven't seen you in the crumble. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about. Guys, they were with sugar. Come on. Please to come. Well, and it's like, I have, a, I have a guy at work who talks about all the stuff. He's like, I'm here for a good time, not the long time. And I'm always like, I don't understand that. But I do understand it to an extent. I want to have fun. He wants to yep. have fun. That's what we're doing. Absolutely. Uh, okay, guys, three minutes left. What are the questions you got for James? Um, Who has been the biggest influence in your life? Oh, man. Well, it depends on what you mean by that. Since? Since working for plumbing would be my boss, he is like, he's like one of the smartest like plumbing people that like we have other companies calling us to ask him questions about plumbing stuff. Like wow. he is pretty much a business genius for, you know, what he's gone through in life to get to that point. And then as far as like outside deal, probably my mom. I mean, she's always been there. She's always there for me. You know, yeah. I can still call her up all the time. Anytime she'll talk for an hour's. Can't get her off the phone with you call her. You know, but it's fun. She's it nice. You can pick on her. I tease her all the time. If That's she sees her, I'm her favorite. Just so she knows. Yeah. <laughs> what you got? What is your goal with retirement? Like, you have a set age on when you want to retire or when? Next week, hopefully. No, not <laughs> the game. I can win to the casino. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like, so my boss is turning 67 or just turned 67. I think that's like decent, maybe a little bit older. Sarah's dad retired at 58, but he's a very frugal guy. Like oh, he is, got out good. Yeah. Very frugal guy. But he, you know, he paid off. Kids are all gone, that kind of stuff. Just relaxing now, having fun. So, I mean, I don't know. Somewhere in between 16 and 65 would be hopeful, you know, depending on what, how everything goes. You know, all everybody keeps talking about social security and all that stuff. Who knows what's going to happen later on? Yeah. Yeah. But What's your? If you're working in the office, it's different. You're not as beat up out in the field. Like working in the house, you're more relaxed. I get a little bit easier days <laughs> than some of the other guys. So, you know, I know school wasn't your jam, but you know, now you're you're older and wiser. What do you think's the biggest thing that the classroom isn't teaching these guys? You know, to oh, prepare man, them. Oh man, from when I was in high school, it would be uh, money management. Like it was horrible yeah like it like i remember going to a couple classes and they gave you a checkbook and you had to you know balance your checkbook and realize how much you're spending when you go to somewhere or i remember one classroom that they did economics thing and you would go to a state grocery store and at the state grocery store you buy stuff and then you have to balance your checkbook and it was always with overdrawn i'm like why did i overdraw this thing you're like put the eggs back no i'm not i don't know it was weird but i yeah. i feel like they need to learn about money management that saving money and then the other regret i have from starting jobs is not doing a 401k from the start yeah like right when i got my first job i should have started a 401k that would be huge by now like yeah 20 plus years working you'd be huge by now but now it's you know it's just building it so i tell these guys there's a stat out there if you invest i think it's two grand a year so let's call it 200 bucks a month from 18 to 26 and then stop 
you'll have about 950K because of compound interest when you hear 65. If you started at 26, the same thing, and went to your 65, you'd actually have less money because that's of that crazy. compounding interest. So to James's point, and that's my, one of my biggest regrets and mistakes, I didn't start investing in my 401k until I was 26. So I was on the wrong end of that. Look at all those, those years that I missed of that compounding interest could have put me in a better spot. Yeah, and that's the other thing is that you can roll it over. They let you roll it over company to company majority yep. of the time. So it's not any reason not to start it. Like that was my biggest regret is not starting yeah, it. For sure. Oh my money long. <laughs> James, we're gonna finish with one more question about okay. your greatest superpower. What is what is James's superpower? I, I mean, you know, listen, we know you, so we've got our own ideas, but 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 I'd like to hear what, what you Wait, I want to hear your ideas. Oh, oh my gosh, no. It's related to the Fantasia days. Yeah. <laughs> oh you, man, greatest what, what do you yeah, what do you think you you know you always you in better. a good mood, buddy. Always in a good mood. Like I feel like I'm always a happy person, happy go lucky person. Love that. Yeah. Never never in a bad mood. Just always have to let stuff roll off your shoulder. Yeah. That's true. I've never seen you in a bad mood before. Yes. Yeah, yeah, always in a good mood. Always having fun. <laughs> Love it. We really appreciate this. 20 minutes went fast. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. No problem. And I always ask if you got anything you want to plug or anything before we say goodbye. No, just have fun. Love it. (laughs) Good luck in baseball and softball. (laughs) Thanks, James. See you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.